teaching old dog a new trick. I think it's time to sit, stay, listen. Hello out there. Welcome to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society. I'm your host, Kate Sale, certified professional dog trainer, coming to you from Forward Radio 106.5 FM. Don't forget to visit our website, forwardradio.org, to catch all of the previous episodes of Sit, Stay, Listen, as well as all of the other programming available from your grassroots community radio station. At Sit, Stay, Listen, we are here to answer your questions about your pets, their behaviors, why they do what they do, and to talk to you about all of the things that are going on in your community. So don't forget to send your questions to the Kentucky Humane Society Facebook page or by email to behavior at kyhumane.org. When most people think about the Kentucky Humane Society, We're proud to be one of the first places that might come to mind when you're looking to adopt a pet. We rescue and care for animals and help them find their very best homes. Now, the other side of that that maybe isn't discussed as often is that we are also an intake facility. And it is inevitable when you work in animal welfare that pets sometimes lose their homes. And this can happen for all kinds of different reasons. It can be that an owner passes away, a family may have found a stray and wasn't able to keep that animal and they just wanna make sure that they get to a safe place. Or there are also circumstances where a family may have adopted a pet and that pet just wasn't a good fit for their home. There are all kinds of circumstances and reasons that can lead to a pet losing their home. And usually, This is a very difficult part of our job. It's a very difficult decision for a lot of these families to make. And there is a whole lot of baggage and a whole lot of stigma that's attached to having to give up a pet or surrender a pet to a shelter. And it is a really challenging topic to talk about, but something that is incredibly important. And a big part of what we do as a humane society. So we wanted to take some time to shine a little bit of light on this process, maybe dispel some of the stigma that comes with having to surrender a pet and talk about some of the resources that we have available for families that are considering surrendering a pet. Because in a lot of circumstances, sometimes people are even afraid to ask. So our pet resource manager, Shelby Schultz, has been kind enough to join me today to talk a little bit more about this topic. Hi, Shelby. Thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So we know that when people take home a pet, they have the absolute best intentions. This pet is going to be a member of their family forever. That's why we take these pets home. But when you adopt a pet... In so many cases, we know that we go into a shelter, we're seeing them in a very specific environment. Sometimes we only have 20 minutes with this pet and making these decisions can be very challenging. And we also know that circumstances change, life changes. And so often there are things that we can never predict. And while we all do our absolute best, life has a way of taking some very unexpected turns, putting people in a situation where keeping their pet might not be an option. 
So let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely something that's always a tough decision, whether you've had the dog or cat for a couple of days or a couple of years, it's never an easy decision. It's always something that is emotional and we really want to be there in that time of need to be able to help our community know what options there are available and know what that process is if they're not able to keep their pet and how the Kentucky Humane Society can help. Because there are certainly a lot of factors that go into providing a good home for a pet, both for the pet and for the family itself. We have cases where children develop allergies or even adults develop allergies. We have owners that will get sick and can no longer physically care for their pets. Sometimes you bring an animal into the home and the meet and greet goes great at the shelter, but it doesn't go well in the home. You might have a cat or a dog that just can't have another pet in the house and you don't know that until you try. Even other animals, they might do well in, in a home that's quieter and doesn't have a lot of visitors or small children. And then others can kind of be in a home that is loud and has a lot of visitors and maybe some smaller children. So there are a lot of factors that go into finding that right fit. And it's perfectly normal for us to have a dog or a cat that we adopt out. And, you know, that first time isn't quite the right fit for whatever reason. And we expect that. That's why we have some of the policies and procedures that we do with adoption and with surrender so that we can make sure that we are there in that instance and able to get that animal back into the Kentucky Humane Society so that we can place them in another home. You have 14 days within adopting an animal from the Kentucky Humane Society to see if it's a good fit for your home. And if not, then we have a refund or exchange, meaning that you will either get your adoption fee refunded to you, or you can put that fee towards the adoption of another pet. And that's there because we realize and we know and we want to encourage people to find the best fit. And that's not always going to be that first try. So that's why we have that policy so that people can see if it's going to be a good fit, give it some time. And if not, then they can bring that animal back. We can have so much more information maybe about that pet than we did before. They got a nice little break and then we can help them find another pet that is going to work out in their home. So if somebody is in that situation, whether it's an animal that they adopted from the Humane Society a week ago or five years ago or an animal they didn't get from us at all. What is that process like? Sure. So we ask the community that is considering surrender for whatever reason that they are contacting our helpline. Either they can give us a call at 502-509-4738. They can email us at helpline at kyhumane.org. Or they can go on our website and under services and then pet surrender, we do have information about the surrender process, as well as the owner questionnaire that we ask our pet owners to fill out to get more information about their pet. So that's the first step is to reach out to us. Once we do get in touch with a client, our first step is to figure out kind of what's going on. We want to understand the situation so that we can best help that pet and that person. Once we have that information on what's going on, if there's a way that we can help them keep their pet, that's something we absolutely want to offer them resources to do. But sometimes that's not the case or, you know, there just isn't a way to make that work and that happens and that's okay. And we want to make sure that people understand that surrendering a pet is not 
giving up on a pet. It's not being a bad pet owner. It is sometimes the outcome that makes the most sense for that pet and for the family. And reaching out to us to even just consider that option, maybe you're not there yet, we want to be that resource. We want to be able to have that conversation and to be able to give people information so that they can make that decision. And, you know, reaching out to us or even filling out a questionnaire with us is not a commitment to surrender your pet. It is simply a way to get in touch with us so that we can start that conversation. Once we are connected with a client, we want to get that questionnaire filled out so we have as much information about their pet our owner questionnaire for both dogs and cats is going to cover information like, you know, what's their medical history? How do they do with kids? How do they do with other dogs? How do they do with cats? How do they do in a car? So a lot of information that even if you've only had a dog or a cat, maybe you found it as a stray, you're still going to have some really important information just from that time that you have interacted with them. So we try to get as much information as possible because Information really is power when we're trying to place these animals into homes. So the more we have, the better we can find that right fit for them. So once we kind of have all that information, if it is a pet that we can take, which there are circumstances where, you know, whether it's because of behavior issues that we can't handle in a shelter or are too severe, or maybe a medical issue that can't be treated within a shelter. So there are cases where we may not be able to take an animal. And in those cases, we're going to do our best to provide other resources and options for that family. But for the most part, we're able to take the pet. And so we do schedule appointments for surrender, and that is because the Kentucky Humane Society does not euthanize for time or space. So we have to do a managed intake, which means that we have to know how many animals are coming in on any given day so that we know we have the space for them, that we can get them up for adoption. So we just have to control the flow of animals coming in and out of our shelter. So we do that by scheduling appointments. There are times where we will be on a wait list for cats and large dogs. Small dogs get adopted very quickly, and then kittens and puppies all get adopted pretty quickly. So we really aren't on wait lists for those types of animals, but uh, large dogs and then adult cats just don't get adopted as quickly. So we typically are on a wait list for those animals, but we do try to make sure that we are an option within no more than a couple of weeks for any given animal. And we do our best to work with the client to make sure that we can get them in as soon as possible given our space. I know some of the common questions that we get are if somebody adopts from KHS and they end up returning that animal, does that mean that we will never adopt to them again? That is definitely a very common question when people are considering surrender and absolutely not. Uh, We understand that not every pet is going to be a good fit in your home and circumstances might change and then they may change again to where maybe you had to surrender a dog but you know, a year from now, maybe you're in a place where you can have a pet again. So surrendering an animal is in no way a bar from adopting again. It is something that we want to have a conversation about of you know, what was going on at the time that you surrendered and has that situation resolved and can we support you at all to, to get you to a place where you can have a pet. So surrendering an animal is not going to disqualify you from future adoptions. And remember that At KHS, our goal is to find the best and happiest homes for animals. And so if something isn't working out, 
We absolutely want to know that. We are grateful to hear from you. It gives us the opportunity to find out what isn't working out. Can we offer you resources? Are there some things that we might be able to help you with? And if we have the opportunity to offer those resources and help you and your pet have that best future together, that's great. And if you determine that you and that pet are just not meant to be, we are never angry or upset if somebody calls and says, hey, this isn't working. That's actually something that we are grateful for. When they're in a situation that's not good for them and it's not good for their family, and there's a better home out there for them, we want to help them find it. And if a pet comes back, they're coming back with a whole lot more information than we may have had initially. That's why that owner questionnaire is so fantastic. And remember that being in a shelter is very stressful for any animal. So even if it ended up not working out, they got to go on vacation Think of yourself as having been a short-term foster home, and that still is incredibly valuable to that animal, and it's valuable to us in the shelter. So please know that if you're having a challenge with an animal, don't be afraid to call. Know that our first goal and our first priority is to help in any way we can, and If ultimately the decision is still to surrender the animal, our goal is to help that animal get into their best possible home. You know, and like you had mentioned, there is a lot of stigma with surrendering a pet and it is definitely an emotional decision. And, you know, we're not just there to provide information. Our staff, they are called pet resource counselors and they are there to have a compassionate conversation to be able to understand what's going on and validate feelings of frustration and other emotions. So, you know, we are there to be counselors, not just in information, but also to help guide people through this process. So the helpline is exactly that. They are here to help. And there are so many ways that they can We have a lot of resources available. So if you're having a challenge with your pet, and this is whether you adopted from KHS or not, do not be afraid to reach out to our free pet helpline. You can give us a call at 502-509-4738. You can also send us an email to help, H-E-L-P, line, L-I-N-E, at kyhumane.org. You are here with Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society, coming to you from Forward Radio 106.5 FM. And we'll be back after a short break with some original music by John 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 Slater. Better start living a better life for yourself Start living for today Better start living a better life for your own sake And when you look down the road And you feel that your load is more than your own weight Well, if you look really hard, dear You'll see that the far's clear, so don't hesitate Don't wanna hurry, but you don't wanna wait. And there's a million good reasons 
Welcome back to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society. I am here today with Shelby Schultz, Pet Resource Manager, and we are tackling a challenging topic today, talking about pet surrender and pet return with the Kentucky Humane Society. So people that need to bring animals in and are no longer able to keep their pets. And what happens if you do need to bring your pet into the shelter? So obviously when somebody surrenders a pet, it is emotionally really difficult and they care a great deal about their pets. It's not something that anybody ever wants to do. So one of the most common questions that we get is once they are actually in the shelter system, what happens to that pet? Absolutely. And that always makes sense to wonder what's going to happen. Even if you have surrendered your pet, that doesn't mean you stop caring about them. And so once an animal is surrendered over and they're in our shelter, we're going to first provide that animal with any medical care that they may need, whether that is getting them altered or vaccinations or maybe even something more serious. And then after their medical needs are met, if there are any behavior challenges that we need to address, they may go into our behavior modification program or maybe just spending a little bit of time in foster they may do some work with our behavior team. Once we are confident in being able to place that animal up for adoption medically and behaviorally, they will typically go right up for adoption. Sometimes it takes a couple of days to a week for there to be space for our larger dogs and cats just because they don't get adopted as quickly. But that's kind of the process that happens once the animal is with us. And clients that are surrendering can be contacted if we are having difficulty medically or behaviorally with their animal where we're not sure that they're going to be able to be safely placed up for adoption. They do have the option of getting a call so that we can inform them of that and they can choose to reclaim that animal if needed. And is there a way for families to keep up with their pet after they surrender and know what happens to them? So initially, once an animal is surrendered, they would not be able to get a lot of information just because day-to-day might change, whether they're with our vet versus waiting on space. But once they're up for adoption, they are listed on our website. So previous owners can check our website, see if their animal is up for adoption. And then if their animal is listed on the website and then is taken down, that means that they've been adopted. Those that want to inquire, we can let them know if their animal was adopted or went to rescue. Obviously, for privacy reasons, we can't really give any information about the home that the dog or cat went to, but we can certainly let people know for their peace of mind that their animal was adopted. So if nothing else, they can know that that pet ultimately found their way home. Absolutely. I wanted to talk a little more about some of the resources that we do have available. Sometimes when people call about surrender, there aren't a lot of options in that household and the pet is not going to be able to stay. However, in a lot of circumstances, people that are afraid that they need to surrender their pet or are calling about surrender are in a situation where there are actually a lot of things that we are able to help with. They could be struggling with financial difficulty that may have created a barrier to proper veterinary care or difficulty affording quality dog food. They might be in a medical situation with themselves or family, or 
they may be dealing with a behavior challenge with their animal that they're having difficulty dealing with. There are a lot of circumstances that might be putting this animal's home at risk. The good news is that there are a lot of things that can be done in those situations. And what we've found is that with the appropriate resources, most of the time families desperately want to keep their pets. They just don't know how. And that's where we come in at the helpline. We are the knowledge base for the how. We have a lot of different programs to help pet owners that are struggling. A lot of our calls are about a behavior issue, you know, across the board, whether it's scratching from a cat or house training or something as severe as maybe aggression towards new people or other dogs. So we absolutely can give advice over the phone on many of those issues, some of those basic issues like house training and things like that, to try to help you understand why your dog does that behavior or your cat does that behavior, what you can do to maybe redirect them to something that's more appropriate. And then for those more severe cases, we have private training. So certified trainers that are able to come out and help you with some of those more severe behavior issues. And when people hear training, I know that the idea of having a trainer come to their home to work with them always seems to have this big, scary price tag attached to it. And if affording training is a concern, but you are struggling with behavior challenges with your pet, absolutely contact the helpline. There may be things that we can do to help make training accessible for you. But depending on what the behavior challenge is, so many of those things can absolutely be worked on and improved. Some of them are relatively simple. Some of them can be improved with simple management steps and safety protocols that you can put in place. So with the help of a professional trainer, you can absolutely see improvement and there are ways that you can address these behavior concerns and be able to keep your pet. So even if it's a training concern, absolutely contact the helpline. We're definitely a resource for those behavior challenges with your dogs and cats. And then we also have uh, our more financial resources. So our low-cost spay and neuter clinic, the SNP clinic. Um, we also have partnerships with many of the vets in the area to try to help clients when they're not able to afford veterinary care, whether that's an emergency surgery or something like a dental. If it's affecting that dog's or that cat's quality of life, we want to be able to try to help. So we are sometimes able to offer resources to help with those medical expenses. We also have our pet food bank where we give out food monthly to those that are unable to afford quality pet food for their animal. And we're always there to try to problem solve. So even if it's not something we have a specific program for, we want people to call the helpline. Let's say you've got a hole in your fence and your animal keeps getting out. No, we don't have a specific program for fixing holes in fences, but Maybe we can help you one way or another to resolve that issue. So even if it's not something we necessarily specifically address here in this radio show or on our website, still call the helpline because we want to be able to problem solve with you. I really pride myself in having a team of counselors that are excellent problem solvers. And then there are, of course, the situations that are very temporary where an owner is struggling to keep their pet. And a lot of these situations, you know, maybe a housing crisis, it may be hospitalization or some kind of medical care. But we want to make sure that 
if it's a crisis that can be resolved so you don't have to give up your pet, we want to make sure we can help you do that. Um, so we have two different programs for that type of situation. One is our Safe Haven program, which is in partnership with the Center for Women and Families, which is the local domestic violence shelter. So those that are experiencing domestic violence, they can seek out assistance through the Center for Women and Families and find safe housing with them. And if they have a pet, then the Center for Women and Families can work on their behalf with us to get that dog or cat into foster so that they can have a safe place to be until that family is back on its feet and able to take the animal back. And then we have a similar program called the Safety Net Foster Program, which is pretty new and we're really excited about. But it is very similar in terms of it is temporary foster, but it is for situations kind of outside of that partnership with the Center for Women and Families. So maybe you're going into the hospital and need to have your pet look after. Uh, maybe you had a house fire and your dog can't be in the hotel with you. Uh, we've seen a lot of different circumstances, but we do offer fostering for those pets, you know, when it's a situation of 90 days or less to be able to help you get where you need to go or get that treatment that you need and not have to worry about your pet while you're doing that. We do our best to try to keep, if there is more than one pet in the home, that we would try to find foster where those pets can stay together. Obviously, if we have to separate them to be able to accommodate them, we will do that. But certainly our first priority is to keep pets of the same household together in that program. And right now, we are not doing visitation with that because of COVID. Now, as things change with COVID, that may change too. But we do weekly follow-ups with our clients that are in the safety net program, both to check in and, and see where they're at and potentially offer more resources, but also to give them an update on how their pet's doing in the foster and also to pass along photos of their pet. So even if they can't be with their pet, they're not wondering what's going on. They're getting those updates and they know that their pets are happy and safe. So at the end of the day, the goal is to keep pets in homes however possible. And if that isn't a possibility, it's to get those pets into the best possible home and the best possible situation for them. So whatever your situation is, we at KHS will do whatever we can to try and help you keep your pet in your home. And thanks to some really phenomenal grant funding, we have a wide variety of resources to help you do that. And in those circumstances where that just isn't an option, despite the resources available, understand that we know that you are still making the best decision for your pet and your family, even if that is surrender. And we're here to support you in whatever decision you decide to make. Before we go today, Shelby, is there anything else that you wanna share with our listeners? Just that we are the helpline. We are there to help. Please give us a call. We would love to talk to you, um, whether it's a very simple behavior question or just a question about your pet that you've been wondering, or whether it's something much heavier, like considering surrendering your pet. We are here to help. We want to be that community resource. So please give us a call. 502-509-4738. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you. And thank you so much for what you and your team at the Helpline do. 
You're such a phenomenal resource for our entire community. Thank you for tuning in to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society on Forward Radio 106.5 FM. Don't forget to visit our website, forwardradio.org. And remember that we are listener supported. So be sure to hit that donate button to support radio by the people for the people. Everybody take care and have a great rest of your day. I think it's time to sit, stay, listen.